Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Bridget Spackman. And Michelle Emerson, and we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. The holiday season is a busy time for everyone, but it's also a special time to spend with family and friends. So how do we make sure that we are prioritizing our time and making the most of this festive season? In this episode, we are sharing 10 tips that will help you stay focused and enjoy the time that you have. But first, we have a TSH from April. April says, I'm a veteran SPED teacher. This year, I transitioned from CrossCat to an autism program. I love it, but I'm struggling to keep up with my data tracking during the day. I've always struggled with this, but it's more critical now that I can show progress. Confession, I have a pile of post-its that I'll be sorting through to plug into my blank data sheets while watching football this Sunday. So April, I feel like this one is very similar to one of the previous episodes that we had shared about, but I think it's again all about the system that you have in place. Like what is it that you're doing right now that isn't really working for you? And we oftentimes talk about like you have to find the root to the problem. So is the problem that you don't have the time? Is the problem that the system isn't really working for you? So what is your root problem. And when you can identify that root problem, then you're going to be able to start to find ways to solve it. And so a lot of the things that I will do for my data tracking is that I will have my students take a part of it. Um, And we will often talk about delegating things onto your students. And one of the things that I love to do with my kids is allow them to see their data because when they can see where they are as learners, then they're going to see how much they want to grow. And some of them are really, really competitive with themselves and they really enjoy tracking tracking their own data. So how can you in some ways take off this responsibility from you and put it onto your students so that one, they can grow in ownership, but also you won't have to do a ton of it. I love that. I think both of those tips are important, like getting to the root of the problem and then also being able to delegate as much as you can and allow your students to take ownership. The only other thing that comes to mind for me is maybe you need to do more of the tracking in the moment, like if you're taking the time to write it down on a sticky note, why not have whatever data sheet you're going to use with you, whether it's on a clipboard or digitally on like an iPad, that way you can put it in the data sheet at that moment rather than writing it on the sticky note. I know personally, I have a spreadsheet where I track all of my workout data. And I have to have it all inputted by the end of the week to send to my coach. And for the longest time, I would wait until the end of the week. And then I'm trying to go back and like remember what I did. And I never wanted to do it because it took so long. And so now I've started at the gym. I just open up Google Sheets on my phone and I input each thing as I do it. So at the end of the week, it's already done. And I just use those little pockets of time. And in the moment, like if you're going to write it on a sticky note in that same amount of time, you could have it opened up on your phone or an iPad or even have that data sheet on a clipboard and be able to input it there. So just try out either having your students take more control of it over it or doing more of the tracking in the moment on the actual data sheet to see if that helps you be able to keep up with it a little bit more. What a great nugget of information. That was fantastic. Okay. I'm hungry. (laughs) Oh, bless. I had a bagel from that bagel place. Oh, (laughs) it's so good. It's so delicious. I can't get enough of it. And they did a beautiful job like crisping the bagel today. And I was like, oh, this is so good. I haven't eaten yet. It's like Big Apple Bagel is what it's called near me. It's great. 
it's a very good place. It's very yummy. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and get into the episode. Um, a lot of the tips that we're going to be sharing with you are going to sound familiar. And the holidays can be hectic, but and a lot of these like strategies that you're going to be listening to are going to work. We're going to tell you that they work, right? And the reason that they work is a reason why we're repeating them is because we know that they work when you put them into actual practice. But the problem is, is that we often will lose consistency during this time of the year because things start to get really hectic. Yeah. So this episode is really just a reminder to come back to those strategies that we have been preaching in all of our episodes because they work. And now you just need to use them to your advantage so you can get back on track. We're going to jump right into it. Tip number one is to be proactive. So being proactive means doing things in advance. It's basically like doing the things that your future self will thank you for. This means planning for any holiday activities in advance. Now, we know that this episode is going up like mid-December, so it might be a little bit too late for some of these things. But if anything, come back and listen to this episode next year around like Thanksgiving. That way you have yes. time to really prepare. But planning for those activities, planning for any like class parties that you're going to do around this time or parties that you're going to go to outside of school. I know my staff, we always had like a staff Christmas party and it was always at a certain staff member's house and we would be expected to bring like a meal of some kind or like a dish. And so I would have to make sure that I had time to prepare that in advance. And if it was a new recipe, I probably should try it before I bring it to this event and all of those things. Also getting like your shopping done, trying to get as much of that done in advance as possible can really, really help with this. I'm going to share another podcast episode of ours that I think would be really helpful. So if you have not listened to episode 145, it's titled Steal This Productive Monthly Routine. That actually works. <laughs> but that is all about setting yourself up in advance to have a successful month and really looking at your calendar, figuring out what's going on, and then backtracking so you can be planned ahead for that and not feel behind. So if you need some help with this, go back and listen to episode 145. Tip number two is going to be to have a plan for those unaccounted times. Now, unaccounted times are going to be times that you don't have meetings, you don't have appointment. It's just an open time in your calendar. So this can be like your planning period. It can be time after school. It can be time at the beginning of school. Whatever it might be, you need to make sure that you know exactly what you want to be doing during this time. And don't just wait until you get to that point. You want to have these planned for in advance. So that way you can jump right into it right when that time comes around. So we recommend using a power list or a checklist of just smaller tasks that you know that you can get done and be prepared for when that time comes. Now we're going to head to a break and then Michelle's going to come back with tip number three. Bridget. Michelle. It's almost the new year and you know what that means. It's time to set a New Year's resolution that I'm going to quit in February. <laughs> that is not the attitude to have, but yes, that is the reality. Thankfully, we have something to help you actually stick with your resolution. Yes, we do. At least if your resolution is related to health and fitness, because our digital fitness planner has all the templates you need to be successful this next year. 
That's right. It has progress trackers, nutrition trackers, movement trackers, and so much more that will help keep you, pun intended, on track. Head over to teachingonthedouble.com forward slash store to grab our digital fitness planners and digital fitness stickers so you're ready to tackle your New Year's resolution. And as our gift to you, these planners and stickers will be on sale for the month of December so you can grab them at their lowest price. Again, head over to teachingonthedouble.com forward slash store and snag a digital fitness planner and some stickers today. We're back and I have another tip for you. Number three is to utilize technology. We all know that technology can be frustrating at times. And especially after the pandemic, some of us are like, I never want to see another laptop or Chromebook for the rest of my life. We get it. However, technology is our friend. And when it comes to being productive and saving time, it is our best friend. (laughs) So a couple of ideas for the actual classroom. If you are not already pre-scheduling assignments on your LMS or learner management system, we highly suggest that you do that, especially going into the holidays when you know things are going to get hectic. Go ahead and schedule assignments out in advance so that you don't have to worry about it. You can also use things like digital escape rooms. I loved having digital escape rooms around the holidays because it meant zero planning on my part. Y'all, I just bought pre-made ones on TPT. I have made a few of my own. It takes a long time. I would just go on TPT and I would buy a pre-made digital escape room. But what's great is all you have to do is give your students the link. A lot of them are through either Google Forms or they'll be linked to like a Google site where all the different tasks are on the Google site. But all you have to do is give them the link and that's it as compared to a physical like did, or a physical escape room where you have all these cards and you have to hide things around your room and we never have the energy to do that around the holidays. So a digital escape room is a great way to still have fun but with minimal prep. Another idea is to use self-grading quizzes. If you are trying to get in some grades before the end of, you know, the calendar year, use a Google form where it will actually grade it for you. And then that's going to take a lot of the work off of your plate so that you can spend that time doing other things. But in your personal life, you can still utilize technology to be able to save yourself time. Set up auto deliveries on some of those items that you're constantly going through. And then it's like, oh crap, I need this from the store and you don't have the time to do it. Just set it up to auto deliver from Amazon. I know in episode 153, Bridget and I shared like productivity gift ideas for teachers. And at the end, I talked about setting up auto deliveries. I have like 12 different auto deliveries from toothpaste to cat food to cat litter, all of the things that I constantly go through. I don't even have to think about getting them because it's already set up. And if you set up auto deliveries through Amazon, you can actually get extra savings depending on how many items you get with each delivery. So it's a great way to save money as well. You can also create reminders using technology. So whether that's a reminder through your Google Calendar or the actual Reminders app, or I personally use Google Tasks for all of my to-do list items, and you can set up notifications with those as well. So in the morning around 9 a.m., I have certain ones that will pop up on my screen, and I'm like, oh yeah, I need to do that. Like this morning, it's a Sunday, I got one saying, go grocery shopping. (laughs) So it's just great to help make sure nothing falls through the cracks when you're super busy. And then obviously you can place a lot of orders online. So whether that's online shopping for some of your friends and family or ordering meal service deliveries or 
ordering things that you know are like you're going to need come the new year just so you can get ahead. Those are all great ways to just do things now that your future self will thank you for, but use technology to do it to save yourself more time. Tip number four is going to be to prioritize what's important. And we talk about this so much here on the podcast. You cannot do everything. So in order for you to make room, you have to start to decide what are the things that I need to be able to let go. Listen, the holidays are the time where we want to spend time with family. We want to spend time with friends. We want to make room for all of those little memorable traditions that you might have to enjoy the season. There is nothing worse than having to get through December. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I didn't get to enjoy or do all of the things that I felt like I really wanted to do. And so you have to prioritize what is really important. And you need to ask yourself, what is it that you can take off of your plate, whether it be like what Michelle said in the last tip, by using technology or something to that extent, what can you take off so that you can go and buy gifts, that you can plan and have those holiday parties, so that you can enjoy watching all of the wonderful Christmas movies, especially the ones on Hulu right now. They are so good at the moment. (laughs) So you have to stop and ask yourself what is really important to you right now and start to kind of leverage and do things in other ways, which a lot of these tips are going to help you be able to do that. And speaking of tips that will help you do that, number five is to batch, not cookies, but tasks. (laughs) You like that, Bridget? I just did. I actually really like that. (laughs) So we have done an entire, well, we've done a lot of episodes on batching, but we have one episode that is all things batching. It is episode 147 titled Batching 101, The Best Way to Maximize Your Time. So if you are new to batching, go listen to episode 147. But here are some ideas of things that you can batch around this time of year. As a teacher, you should be batching your copies. So if you make physical copies, you need to be making like a week's worth of copies at one time. You can batch your grading. That way you only have to open up your digital grade book one time. You only have to get out your stickers one time, but you can grade like four or five assignments all at once. You can batch things like creating your slides or your lesson materials so that you're only heating up the laminator one time or you're creating one set of slides and then just duplicating it to make the next week's slides. In your personal life, you can batch things like your online shopping. I did a bunch of online shopping yesterday for Christmas, and I ordered like half of Billy's gifts and a majority of my parents' gifts all at once, and it felt so good to have it done rather than like picking up little things here or there, and then you always feel like you're missing something. I feel like when you sit down and do it all at once, it's easier to stay within budget because you see how much you're spending all at once, but you also can make sure you're getting all of those things checked off. Also wrapping presents. I always hate getting out all the wrapping paper and stuff. We keep it in our garage and it's always kind of like dusty and dirty. And so I only want to have to bring it in the house one time and I will do a little wrapping party. I'll put on some Christmas movies and wrap all of the things at once. You could also utilize batching for things like baking or meal prepping around the holidays, whether you're preparing for big like family dinners or maybe you bake cookies and you give them to your friends and coworkers. But also if you just know that you're going to be really busy in the weeks leading up to Christmas, things like meal prepping. So make a big pot of chili and then that way you can have it for lunch like the next week. And it just takes a lot of time off of your plate. Keep in mind, 
as Bridget mentioned, you can use these tips together. So you can use batching with tip number one, which was to be proactive. Think about how you can get ahead for the month of January. I know when I left my classroom at the end of December, I wanted to already have the first week of January fully planned. And I would use batching to help me get that done. So I would create all of the slides at once. I would make all of the copies at once. That way I could really enjoy the holidays without feeling guilty about it. Tip number six is going to be to use timers. So this is the time where you can really focus in and try to get as much work done. And you can do this with timers. Set an allotted period of time for completing certain tasks. So when the timer goes off, you need to stop regardless. I feel like this is really important for me right now because I've gotten back into playing games, Michelle. Oh my (laughs) goodness gracious, guys. I don't know what's going on with me. Um, But you can use timers to help create breaks for yourself. So a really good method is called the Pomodoro method where you work for 25 minutes, you have a five minute break, work for another 25, have a five minute break and so on and so forth. And what this is gonna allow you to do is have that break so that you don't feel like you're trudging again. You can't just kind of push through and just get all of it done all in one shot. You need to have some of those breaks to allow your brain to have rest. Use the timers, not only for getting work done, but also to control those breaks, which is really important. especially if you're like me. Um, But if you're going to be watching YouTube videos, if you're going to get on that Nintendo Switch, you need to set a timer so that you know exactly when you need to go back to work and hold yourself accountable. Don't just say, oh, I'm going to add in five more minutes. That's not going to help you be able to get the work done. So that way you can enjoy the holiday season. So make sure you're sticking to those timers when they go off. And tip number seven kind of goes along with that. It is to get rid of distractions. Again, this is not new information. We have shared this many times. Consider deleting some of those apps that can really suck up your time. So if you get lost in the world of Instagram or TikTok, consider deleting the apps for like let's just say the last week going into your winter break and then you can re-download them over break and go to town, you know, have a good time, get lost in the rabbit holes. But leading into break when you need to still be productive and get things done, delete them. That way you're not distracted. And it's almost that like out of sight, out of mind. It makes me think of like Halloween candy. When suddenly you have Halloween candy sitting around, like you constantly want to eat it and you're like want to pick at it. But Mm. when you don't see it anymore, you don't even think about it. And it's because it's not visible to you. So this will help keep you focused. And then you can always add them up back on later. You know, like it's not gone forever. It's fine. But Bridget mentioned like holding yourself accountable. This is a really easy way to do that. All right. So tip number eight is going to be to brain dump lists. Now, we have talked a lot about Google Tasks. We love Google Tasks. And if you don't utilize it, we have an episode. It is 087 Google Tasks, the what, why, and how for teachers for you to go and check out. But we will utilize Google Tasks to help create a future list, a this week list, and a power list. But you can also use Google Tasks to do things like a things to buy list. So whether 
whether it's personal, whether it's groceries, household items, or gifts that you're going to end up buying or gifts that you're going to end up asking for. It's so frustrating whenever my mom calls and she's like, what do you guys want for Christmas? And I'm like, I don't remember mom because I have the brain of a peanut and I can't remember anything. So use this opportunity to brain dump some different lists. You can also brain dump recipes to make. Oh, there's this really great punch that I'm looking forward to making and that is on my list. I know it's with cranberries. I know it's so fancy, Um, but it's really going to help make that holiday season so much easier. Shows and movies. I know Michelle and I are going back and forth with different movies to watch this holiday season. Um, And you can use these as rewards. If you don't want to put them all in Google Tasks, some other options is to keep them in your notes app or you can put them into Google Keep. And what's lovely is that you can reuse these year after year after year just by deselecting like the check boxes. And then you can always have this list and you can just add on to it. So that way you can enjoy the season a lot earlier in the year. Yeah, if it's going to be a checklist you plan on reusing, such as like recipes to make, or maybe you just have a holiday checklist of like, these are the things I need to get done before the holidays, we would definitely recommend using Google Keep because you can uncheck them all at once. If it's more like one and done type of tasks, we recommend using Google Tasks. And then you can use the notes app really for any of them. I recently started one for movies and shows to watch as Bridget mentioned, because she's now texting me like, Oh, you need to watch this. You need to watch that. So I I have have been all my recipes in Google and notes in our notes. app. Yes. So I have like a folder for recipes and I love it because I add little images to them. It's, it is great. Yes, I do that too. And I'll take like screenshots. Sometimes when I don't want the link to the recipe, I'm like, I just want the basic recipe. I'll screenshot it and put it in the notes app. So tip number nine, we're almost home, y'all, is to delegate responsibilities. And Bridget mentioned this earlier about how if you're going to be adding things to your plate, like shopping and wrapping gifts, you have to remove things from your plate. And one way you can remove things from your plate, you can get help. You don't have to do everything on your own. So in the classroom, recruit your students to help you for certain tasks. Lean on your team teachers more, which really means... Find more ways to work together so you can be doing the same things and split the responsibilities rather than you trying to do everything. Try to have your family members help with as much as they can. And it doesn't have to be like your work tasks. It can be helping out around the home so that you have less to do and you could maybe prioritize classroom things so that you can enjoy the holidays with your family. It's all give and take. But make sure that you specifically communicate what you need from people. I remember for the longest time, Billy would always go, well, how can I help you? And I'm like, you can't. <laughs> like, I, I have to do it all myself. But then I've realized, like, there are little things that he could do, even if it was like, hey, can you bring me a cup of coffee? Or, hey, like, I'm feeling stressed out. Can you rub my shoulders for a few minutes? Even though it may not help get the actual task done, it helps me feel more comfortable, which means I can better get the task done. But if you are going to have your students help with things, especially like cleaning up before the holidays, 
put a list on your board and the students can like go up and like claim certain things and they like put their initials next to it or check it off when they do it. You also can just tell your family and friends what you need help with. They cannot read your mind. You have to actually tell them what you want. So a few examples, having them help with cleaning or cooking or grading. Like, listen, Billy wouldn't grade my papers, but he could, he could stick a sticker on it. Like he could typically handle that and he was good at it. So he would, he would put stickers on my papers for me. You can use technology going back to tip three, like have the technology help you as much as possible. Have your students create their own activities or create their own like lessons to then teach their peers or create their own games, like holiday themed games that they can play that last week. Like just find ways that other people can do the thing so you don't have to do all the things. All right, our last tip is tip number 10, set boundaries. You need to decide what's most important to you this holiday season and protect it at all costs. So communicate this boundary that you end up setting with those around you. Tell the people that you work with, tell your family members, so that way they can help hold you accountable. And another thing you can do is start to set up what we like to call guardrails to keep you in line and make it easier to protect that boundary. So if you tell yourself, hey, I'm going to leave school at the end of my contract hours, have an alarm that goes off to remind you to leave in like 15 minutes. That way it starts to signal to your brain, oh, I need to start to get these tasks done earlier in the day, or I need to start having my students clean up so that I'm ready to go in that 15 minute time frame. Listen, Do not feel guilty about putting up this boundary, okay? Go back and listen to episode 154, Stop Feeling Guilty for Not Working, the strategies you need to know. We talk about some of those strategies for not having that guilt. Guys, the holidays, you need to spend them cherishing that time, enjoying it to the fullest. And this is not the time for you to be focusing on making sure that you have everything done to the T at school. It's going to be okay. And chances are your kids are probably like off in la la land thinking about all the holiday things as well. You need to enjoy that time too. So definitely go and check out that episode 154, Stop Feeling Guilty for Not Working and start setting those boundaries. I just wanted to add on because I I wrote about this in my book about guardrails and how there are those little things that you can do to make it easier to stick to your boundary, but it still is not a guarantee. And in my book, I I kind of compared it to when you go bowling, if you put up the bumpers, right? The bumpers help to keep your ball from going in the gutter and it helps to prevent it. It's not guaranteeing that you're going to get a strike, right? But it's going to make it easier for you. But it's also not... Mm, foolproof, I guess, because I tell a story about how I once, I'm not proud of this. I was doing Taekwondo, a summer camp, and we went bowling one day and they had the the bumpers up for us. I threw that ball so hard that it bounced, (gasps) which I didn't know that bowling balls could bounce, but they can bounce. It bounced over and went into the gutter. And the people at the bowling place were like, we, we've never seen that happen, <laughs> but it just goes to show you like those guardrails definitely help keep you in line, but it still is not a guarantee, but it definitely makes it easier for you. So to recap, those 10 tips are number one, be proactive. Number two, have a plan for unaccounted times. Number three, utilize technology. Number four, prioritize what's important. Number five, batch tasks. 
and cookies. Number six, use timers. <laughs> Number seven, get rid of distractions. Number eight, brain dump lists. Number nine, delegate responsibilities. And number 10, set boundaries. I don't know about y'all, but I'm really ready to get into the festive season after this week's episode. So be sure to join us next week as Michelle and I are unwrapping our gifts Woo-hoo! to one another. <laughs> Let's get festive together. Uh, we would also like for you to check out our website and submit what your time-sucking hurdle is. I've already given you a hint of what mine is this holiday season. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast, guys. We love, love, love talking all all things productivity for teachers. And we would love for you to join us here on the podcast every Thursday morning. And if you subscribe, it just goes in to your box. Like it's downloaded, it's ready to go. All you got to do is, you know, just listen to it. That's all you got to do. Make sure to also leave us a review over on iTunes. It really does help us get into the ears of so many other teachers out there. So until next time, be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.